What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Lawrence Kane Jr., financial coach, host of the Money Mondays podcast, man. I got one of my good brothers in the building, man, uh, with me today. We're going to be talking about real estate and and just really, man, bossing up this year, man. It's it's, it's still it's still a new year, man. Yeah, like yeah. So we got that new energy, man. So I got my, my boy Tone Black. Welcome to the podcast, my brother. Thank you, brother. Um, Thank you for having me. Nah, I appreciate you, man. So, obviously, I know everything about you for the most part, man, and we've been rocking for some years, man. So, what what would you consider yourself other than being, like, this exceptional black man in the community, <laughs> bro? For real, for uh, real. Man, really, I, I, use my, I use my success, I use my knowledge, I use my experience just to, just to be a, a motivator and inspire our people. To do more with the information that is out there right not mm. what we actually have currently right now but the information that is out there teaching our people how to seek it how yeah. to understand the plays and how to run them right and right so uh i wouldn't know how to really classify myself man <laughs> but I, honestly is i'm just here I, I understand and i i've known for a little while that the information that i have and how i understand real estate can be a benefit to our people so just trying to help hustle and motivate. For sure. Around, for sure. Absolutely. So you've been in real estate for how many years? It'll be seven years this year. That's what's up. Yeah, next month. It'll be it seems like longer than that, bro. It does. I don't bro. know why. Because <laughs> I started Abundance University. My first seminar was June of 2015. Yes. You know what I mean? I, so it's like yeah. we was all around. We were talking then. When, when did you write your book? 2017. 2017. And I had been in. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I had been in for like a year or two. <laughs> then, yep. Man, yep. so yeah, man. So so what made you get, because obviously like entrepreneurship has been um, something that we all looked at, mm -hmm. right, in our 20s, you mm -hmm. know, whether it was, you know, starting your own brick and mortar business, starting clothing brand, and obviously, you know, you wanted a black owned boys. Um, what, what, what made real estate stick out to you? Uh, it, it was real estate itself stuck out to me because of um, the 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 amount of freedom you can have once you actually acquire real estate, right? So the independence, yeah. okay, right? the independence. That's entrepreneurship in general. Right. That's really what stuck. What really spoke to me is I wanted to be you know financially free and have control over my time, but also whatever I was putting my time into, I didn't want a ceiling above it, right? Sure. So before when I was working, before when I was in the army, when I was working in the fitness industry, all of those things, right? It didn't matter how much work you put in, there was always a ceiling, That's there true. was always a cap, right? No matter how many, you know, push-ups, pull-ups you did, right? You had ranks, you know, and every so often you can only get up to this rank and then there was a process of things you had to do to go to the next rank. Same thing with, you know, my, my nine to five. There was always positions that no matter how much work you put into, you know, into it, you could only go to certain positions at certain times. And yeah. so that really, that, that was something that I did not like because I always noticed when I would be in certain rooms, I was more qualified and I knew the business. I knew the industry more than most people that I would sit down with, whatever I was doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so real estate was just one of those things where I met a mentor and I saw how he was moving and you know the amount of success he was having doing what he did his way right and i fell in love with that so really real estate just spoke to me because of the amount of freedom that you can have you know and control you can have over your 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 your, your future for sure and now i mean six years later like you're not just like so you're you're a realtor mm -hmm. right so you I'm help people get yeah 
get get homes and 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 get investment properties or what whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you're you're certified or licensed mm-hmm. in multiple states. Yes. Right. Yes. So, um, what is for you? And again, we'll we'll get into you know all the different things you do. Absolutely. But like, what what is like the what brings you the most joy as far as like is it the real like helping people get homes or is it like you making a play of you know get get yeah. like what what, what like what what's that what's that like for you man helping people helping people acquire properties for generational wealth right helping people acquire properties for their own portfolio probably brings me the most joy i love you know, the retail, they call it retail real estate, meaning, you know, like I'm just a realtor, mm-hmm. people buy that first home. I love that part of it. Um, but when you help somebody make $50,000 off of a flip, right? When you help somebody mm. acquire an apartment building that is going to give them, you know, additional $2,500 a month and in monthly income, right? That changes people people's lives for a long period of time, right? right. So those things always make me happy. Um, those give me, give me the most fulfillment because it lasts for a long time, right? I'm able to actually say that I help them acquire an investment that's going to be able to, they can be able to leverage, make money from for as long as they actually own it. So for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely helping people acquire investment properties probably sure. brings me the most fulfillment. That's what's up. Now, speaking of that, so like, my, I'm, I'm being selfish with this too, right? So, <laughs> it's your private so, one-on-one. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? <laughs> Nah. So so we currently got our starter house, right? Mm-hmm. Two, three years, we probably gonna get a half a million dollar house. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, all right, resale value for this current house. Mm-hmm. What updates should I should I be making? And I know we talked about this, man. This was like some years ago, right? Yeah. What are like because well, a lot of people are looking into that. Mm-hmm. Like you got these HGTV shows. Um, I mean, you I mean Houses look totally different now than when we were brought up, you know, from the from the aesthetics to just, you know, again, open concept. Right. Like that. So what what, when you when you're helping people do the flips. Right. Right. What are like some key things that y'all look at? I know it's case by case. I know a Cape Cod might be different than a ranch and all of those things. But like what what gives the most value when you start doing like renovations or something like that? uh, as a just a baseline, right? Kitchens and bathrooms sell houses. As a you know, just mm. kind of as a baseline, you know the it, the kitchen, the amount of work and money that you put in there will that will wow the buyer more than the style of flooring that you have throughout the house. Mm. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Same thing with the bathrooms. And if I had to pick something else besides those two, kitchens and bathrooms, I would say how functional the actual layout is, right. how the space flows, right? You know, versus a lot of those older Cape Cods, you know, as you know, they're choppy, yeah. very choppy, right? They have walls everywhere, arcways everywhere, <laughs> right? You, It's hard for you to kind of flow through the house or for it to feel like a big and big space. And so yeah. when I, when I walk into projects, of course, you're, you're trying to figure out what their actual, you have to figure out first what their budget is, what can they actually do? But I always recommend make this place more functional, Spend more money inside of your kitchens, inside of your bathrooms, because that's going to bring you the most money. At For the sure. End, right. The space that the wife or, you know, is going to spend her, the, the space that she's going to spend the most time in, like that kitchen. Yeah. Uh, and those bathrooms, you know, those, that's where I would recommend. And that's really when you think about it, that's where the guests spend too, right? Because yeah. you entertain around the food. 
And then, you know, other than asking for the Wi-Fi, the other question is where the bathroom is. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> so that, know, nah, it, that makes sense. And, and it's one of those things where, you know, it's case specific. So if you have like a basement, right, I would recommend spending money in the basement because that normally attaches to who? Us, right? Yep. The husbands, right? The man cave area, right? I would say spend money there. But um, it, 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 and if you think about it, if you look back at where you can spend the most money at, you can spend the most money like buying kitchen cabinets and countertops and all of that, that's cost the most, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're, if someone is looking at a property that they want to buy and your kitchen is already updated, the bathrooms are updated, the rest of the stuff is just cosmetics, right? The paint, the flooring, baseboards, all of that. So if you spend money, you took a lot of that future cost that this new buyer is going to have off of their hands and you've already put it into the already gave it to them. You already gave it to them. But normally I blow people away with my particular flips, I always include like a feature wall, like a fireplace, some yeah. type of feature. So when they walk in, it wows them. And yeah. I always lay the kitchens out, bro. For sure. Yeah, I always For lay sure. the kitchens out. And I think you, I don't know if it was, I don't know if you went live or like, I remember it was some form of video content where you was like walking through mm-hmm. one of the properties that you own. This was a minute ago. And it was just like, you were talking about like, there's yeah. stuff in the walls that you don't. You don't, you, you don't see. You, don't you see. know what I mean? And and that yeah. that's another thing. And my wife and I, we watch Love It or List It like yeah. every night right yeah. now. Like so um, <laughs> you know, we get we get the looking at that, man. But it's 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 important, man, like to know what what style you want too, right? Yeah, and like I'm pretty sure when you sit down with somebody, they may say, Yeah, we want five bedrooms, but Every every five bedroom house don't look the same. Absolutely. You know what I mean. So it's like you you still gotta like you said functionality and mm-hmm. those other and it's things. It's about your exit strategy, right? I base my budget and what I'm doing to a house based on the exit strategy. So if this is a property that I'm buying and I'm actually living in, or you know I may invest more money because that's my space and I'm actually living in, right? Yeah. I know that it's going to help my value, but I'm not necessarily worried about if the improvements I'm making, am I going to get my money right back out of? Because right. this is the house I live in. Yeah. Versus if this is a flip, right? I'm looking at that completely different. Okay, these the money that I'm investing, what return am I going to get on those improvements? Yeah. Because I'm flipping it, I'll be making this money a lot quicker than this house that I live in. Right. Yeah. So I may in this flip, I may throw in the nicer grade of granite. I may go with nicer, soft clothes cabinets and do yeah. all that because that's the flip. That's the exit yeah. versus a buy and hold. Right. I still want to make if I'm burning something right Buy rent, rehab, uh, uh, buy, rehab, uh, rent, refinance, repeat. If I'm burning something, then I want to get the I want to make this place as nice as possible so that I can charge the highest rent. Not yeah. to what I want, right? Not yeah. that higher level of granite that I did at my house that I'm living in. Yeah. But I may go with, you know, all white quartz countertops, which are cheaper than the, you know, the level A of granite, right? Yeah. I may just change up my actual finishes, but get this market in the market condition so I can charge the most for rent. For sure. So you got to take, take in consideration your exit strategy. What are you doing with the property before you just start putting money into it? Because you may not get your return back. Do you, do you find... That a lot of people, it's a lot of people that want to get into real estate, mm-hmm. and you just name three different types of like finishes, or you know when you get these properties, yeah, you can do a lot of different things with them. So what would what would you say would be out of all of these cases or mm-hmm. exit strategies? What's the 
and obviously I, nothing is it's the easiest. Easy. Right, right. But what is the what is the most common? Let's say that. What's mm-hmm. the what's the most common um real estate play that you know somebody who may not be as um well versus you as far as yeah. like the ins and outs of it cuz like you're expert level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like a beginner yeah. I say like myself, like yeah. I, I I would be considered a beginner in right. real estate. Like what what would what would be the most common ones that that are out that are available, mm-hmm. but then also gives you the most like bang for your buck. So two, I would name two right now. Uh, if it were me coming in at this point in the game, right, right versus where I was coming in seven years ago, um, I would say the more easy right is maybe wholesaling. But there's pros and cons, right? Because when you're wholesaling, you don't actually acquire and own property, but you can make a killing being the middleman. Yeah. Like the middleman always makes the most money. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why you see Amazon. That's why you see Walker, the middleman, right? Yeah. And so wholesaling just means that you're selling a right and assignment to purchase a property. So me and you both, I'm the, you're the seller, I'm the wholesaler, and I know a buyer. Right, so I take you tell me you're selling your property for a hundred thousand dollars. I shake your hand and say we ran out of contract and say yeah, I'll buy it for a hundred thousand dollars. But then I have a buyer behind me who I know he'll pay a hundred twenty thousand. So all I do is take the contract that I have with you and assign it to him, and I just made twenty thousand dollars and I'm out the door just like that. I don't have mm. any. I didn't put in any capital. I didn't have to do any financial vetting. I didn't need for my credit score to be up. Mm. I didn't have to care about my DTI. I just walked away with money. Yeah. Right? So that's a good, great way to get in um, and make good money, but you don't get ownership. That's the difference. And so you don't have that ownership, meaning you're not they, ain't no portfolio. Ain't no portfolio. You're not getting cash flow. You're just getting paid a good return up front, right? right. You're not actually building a portfolio, right? You're not able to actually leverage and actually come to like a bank like this to borrow money and say, hey, I want to borrow a million dollars and I have this collateral mm-hmm. so that you feel comfortable lending me that money. Yeah. As a wholesaler, you don't have that because you just wholesale property. So I would say that's one of the, the easier ways to get in. Um, and if you, you actually, I have a course out right now. If you actually take my course, I'll teach you the different ways to become a wholesaler and also Ways that you can find deals, you know, with email funnels, with email mm-hmm. campaigns, farming, mailers, all of that stuff, how you can find leads. Uh, but also buy and hold. I say everyone should be buying and hold right now. Okay, everyone so explain that. So buy and hold is you building your portfolio. Mm. As you see the real estate market, especially in our city, where we standing right now. <laughs> like literally right here, there was a house I could have bought. Three years ago before this development. And I knew about this going on. I knew about this three years ago. Yeah. All this was going on. And I could have bought that property for 60 grand. And that same property is worth like 200 right now. Mm. Right down the street. Right here. You mm. know. And so when you buy and hold, you give yourself the opportunity to make, to do so many plays within real estate. You're yeah. buying and holding, meaning you're keeping this, you're renting it out. Or you're just holding on to it to actually keep, earn more money as time goes on. Right. So that same property, I could have bought it, did nothing to it. I could have bought it for sixty, did nothing to it, sold it today, and made a hundred thousand dollars. Right. You know, and so, yeah. but while the while while I held that, I could have been leveraging in that property. I could have been borrowing against it to yeah. earn to get more money at a cheaper, at a lower interest rate, where right. my money costs less. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's it's. There's different plays that you can do, but I think that you know right now in this market because prices are going up so high, labor so high, material so high that a lot of us should be doing buy and hold. Okay. Yeah, a lot of us should be doing that. Now, you do you have to be 
a realtor no. to do buy holds no, or wholesaling. Mm-hmm. Remember, a realtor is just a licensed person who gets paid a commission to represent clients. Okay. You know, you're all you are, are a licensed sale person. You went through the certification to represent clients and make a commission. Wholesalers don't earn commissions. They get assignment fees. You okay. get what I'm saying? That's a difference, right? Yeah. And so uh, you do not have to be a licensed agent to buy and hold. You just have to have a financial partner like a bank or your own capital, and you have to buy the properties, and you're holding on to them, and you're banking on either appreciation. If you're not going to fix them, you're either banking on appreciation or you're looking for cash flow. Yeah. One of the two. Okay. One of the two. Being a real estate agent, you're looking for people who want to buy properties, right? Mm-hmm. You're not really as big into the actual investment side of it, right? Yeah. You just want to partner up buyers with sellers or sellers with buyers. That's it. So what's the di- what would be the difference? I, well, I, I know I know the technical difference mm-hmm. between wholesaling and being a mm-hmm. real estate, you know, agent. Mm-hmm. But why is real estate like why being why is being a realtor so much more like like it's way more realtors than people that's doing wholesale. Yeah. I think for a few reasons. Um one wholesaling is new. Okay. To a lot of people. Okay. A lot of people don't understand it yet. Um and there's no, you know, with the real estate becoming a realtor, you get a lot of help. You get a lot of education. It's a system. It's a system, right? You get a lot of education from the broker that you you uh, you hold your license with. You have to go through school and you get to understand the business yeah. aspect of it. Mm. Uh, you actually getting your you can your hand can be held through the process, right? It's a little bit more of a comfortable transition into real estate versus right. wholesaling. Wholesaling, you have to find your own email funnels. You have to find your way to get leads, right? You have to look up your own contracts. There's a lot. That's the entrepreneur style of real estate. You get what <laughs> okay. I'm saying? Versus yeah, yeah. Being a realtor, yes, you are an entrepreneur, but you actually have a principal broker. Yeah. You actually have people who can help you transition. It's almost like network marketing in a sense. Mm-hmm. When, like, you know, just, you know, you may, you're an independent contractor, but you got, exactly. you know, you, you still got this system behind you that, exactly. can, that can help you. Now, I like, I, yeah, I was just curious on that because it's like you know, again, my my sister just uh, passed her real estate uh, test, and uh, yeah, shout out the big sis, and um, she got her first you know client to be pre approved. She hype, you feel there me? You so, go. but 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 somebody like her, she need like it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. on what you just said because my sister needs assistance okay. from that because yeah. she got her own business and she like she mm-hmm. good with home health care. Right, she could do that in her sleep. But real real estate, she needs that yeah. that 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 aid. So I, I like that man. And I don't think that I would be where I am if I did not have that education up front. If I did not actually join a broker, because I was, I mean, when I first joined, I didn't. When I first got into real estate, I didn't get into investing until maybe a year and a half after. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, and you were young. You was like what 24? 24, 25, Yeah, yeah, 20, 24. Four. Yep, 24. You just had a birthday too, didn't you? I did, January 3rd. Yeah, I'm January 1st. Big oh, out yeah. here. Really? I don't even think I wish you a happy birthday. It's all good. Happy, happy birthday, brother. You good. Big caps. <laughs> and Means had a birthday. Shout yeah. out to Means. Yeah, 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 yeah bro. On the 6th. Yeah. Yep. yeah, man. Nah, that's that's what's up, man. So, again, as, as like, so I would say it's 2022, right? Mm-hmm. 
all you hear market bad market is mm-hmm. like as far as from a buyer's perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like these houses are coming in twenty thirty thousand dollars mm-hmm. higher than what it would have been five six years ago mm-hmm. so what what would you what would you say is going to be a trend like this year? Like, are you going to see, are we going to see prices dip or are you feeling like, look, it's, it's kind of about to be up for a little minute just because in my opinion, they, they, they not trying to have no housing crash mm-hmm. with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And remember when the pandemic kicked off, what did they tell you to do? They told you to go in your home. So, no, at any point in history, there's never been a time where people understand the value of homes, right? The value of property. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're getting locked in and now you're actually in your, your house. You know what I mean? Everything went down. During the pandemic, you saw 401ks go down. You saw the stock market go down. You saw all of this stuff go down. But what continued to go up? Real, Real estate. estate. Real estate. And so to the people who I hear that are out there saying, man, you shouldn't buy right now. Um, I disagree. It's my own personal opinion. Like, I don't wait to buy real estate. I buy real estate and I wait. Mm. There's still money to be made, you know. The profit mark, people are chasing old, the past. They're chasing old demons. You know what I mean? Like, they're chasing something that was, like you said, five years ago. That's not going to happen again. You're not going to get properties around here for 15000 whether it's now or five years from now. Yeah. It's not going to happen, right? And when you're looking for the market to change from a buyer's market to a seller's market, when you think about it, you end up paying about the same. The reason why I say that, what changes, what makes it a seller's mar- a buyer's market versus a seller's market is the amount of buyers that are out there and the interest rates. Mm-hmm. So if we wait, right, you take that same $100,000 property, right, but now you're able to get it for 80000 but if you would have bought it in this market at a hundred thousand with three and a half percent interest rate versus waiting a year from now getting it for eighty and maybe having a six percent interest rate, you're just paying the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. But now you just lost out on time, right? You just yeah. lost out on time for you to be able to have this property, being able to leverage, leverage. it, and that's the that's the thing, right? People they're like, man, you know, where, how should we look at this? What can we do with this piece of property? Leveraging property is what how they get rich. Leveraging your portfolio and your assets is how you're able to borrow money to do even bigger things, doing right. all the things that you want to do. And so I, I, I tell people all the time, like this is not this is not the time to be waiting, right? It's a little harder. You have to have some this is where the guys who have the experience where we buckle down and we just go harder. We don't get scared during right. this time, you know? Right. And so to be all the time, continue to buy. Continue to buy. This is all about now. The name of the game now is finding the deals. Yeah. Lead. Lead generation. Yeah. How can you get more leads? How can you get more opportunities in front of you? Because they right. don't come as often anymore. Right. So, yeah. Bro, and I, I think that's really every industry, right? Yeah. Like, with me doing financial literacy, I got to I gotta go harder because what a lot of people don't realize is that I compete against free. Like... School districts have free resources for financial literacy. Even before they, you know, now in Ohio, they just made it mandatory that Mm -hmm. they have to, before graduation, kids got to have a semester of financial literacy. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so so I'm combating that with, we about to create this curriculum to sell to the Mm -hmm. district so they can use our curriculum to do that. But, I mean, like I done reached out to colleges and they like, yeah, we got a bank that pay us to, Mm. to, to teach 
They wow. they they sponsor the schools. Wow. Where I'm charging the schools. So wow. it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like when you see me win, like I put some work in. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, it's the same with same with with anything, man. Like you gotta it's you a numbers game. Yeah. Like if you we we talk about that all the time. When I first got into real estate, it used to be um, all we want to do was convert at fifteen percent. Period. Fifteen percent. So how we got to that number is if I call a hundred people, right? Versus I call if I call a hundred people, I can only get fifteen. Let's say my target was fifteen leads out of that. Mm-hmm. But let's say I call a thousand people. Now the That's game changes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the same fifteen percent, but I just put in more work. Yeah. I got more leads. I called the more volume. Not the volume changed, right? And so that's all it is. It's a volume game right now. Yeah. Whoever has the deals right now, they're winning. And yeah. it's because of they. It may not be necessarily because they sweet. It's just they hit that sweet spot as far as like again instead of me doing ten calls. Yeah. This week I'm gonna do ten calls a day. Yeah. It's, I think it plays in every industry, like you said. It's just marketing, right? Like mm-hmm. some people make business moves. I was talking to another guy. Um, here who owns a clothing company, um, shout out to Good Company, uh, but he was telling me it made so much sense. I was asking him, why did he even come into Kenwood Mall? Why did he make that play? Being that malls kind of are, they're phasing out, right? Yeah. I know he has a huge online presence. Right, he right, has all, that right. thing, all those things going. He's like, man, I don't even look at the Kenwood Mall location to make me money. It's about the exposure, the people, mm. the market. It's a marketing thing. How right. many people get to see that Good Company sign now? Yep. Right, I'm going to convert them into customers, but now I have now I increase my actual visual, my exposure. Because because those people in Kimwood ain't going downtown. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? they're not going downtown. But but he know that he can still convert ten percent of the people that sees his yeah. brand. Yeah. So same thing with real estate, right? If I can get in front of a thousand sellers, I'll still be able to convert. 10% of them, 15% of them, but now I have a bigger volume and I make more money. So Now what's the volume like as far as flips or something, right? Or buy and holds? Mm-hmm. Is that like is that formula uh, or percentage different? No, it's the same. Because you know, when I'm looking at leads, when I'm doing lead generation for properties for real estate, I'm just trying to get the actual I'm looking at the property and then I'll decide what type of extra strategy it fits in okay. until I get it. Okay. So we get properties sometimes and I'll, I'll grab a property and I'll see, I'll have an opportunity to buy a property and I'll say, well, we're not going to flip this one. This is not a good flip, but we can wholesale it, make a couple bucks or I can buy and hold it, right? Mm. But there's a play there is get the lead first, get the property under contract and then we will decide what we're going to do. do with it, right? Okay. We may have a buyer for it. It may be something I decide to hold. It may be an opportunity where I got this property. It may be a situation where I got this property at a time where I didn't have a lot of capital to hold it. It may be a good hold, but I didn't have a lot of capital and maybe I need that capital for another deal. So I mm. go ahead and wholesale it to get my capital. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's about it's not necessarily about you knowing you upfront only looking for rentals or you up yeah. only looking for flips. No, you're trying to get everything. <laughs> everything. Okay. That's how I think about yeah. it. Right. Certain people are looking for certain stuff, but I'm trying to get every deal I can find and then I'll dictate yeah. what type of extra strategy. So it, it reminds me of so I've been talking about this since last year as far as like people think about multiple streams of income as like all of these different things to be doing. And I think of multiple streams of income on the different ways to do what I do. Absolutely. So I take an example of a potato, right? So 
for you, you getting all of these deals. That's me gathering all of these potatoes. And then it's some people that want hash browns. It's some people that want yes. French fries. Yes. It's some people that want a baked potato. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah. I, I'm doing it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm packaging it and it's yeah. going it, it's serving the purpose that it needs yeah, to serve, yeah. you man. Open up your buyer's pool to be even bigger. You're opening up your customer base to be bigger. Like you said, yeah. some people want hash browns, some people want french fries. You still have the same potatoes, but look at the market you created now. Yep. So it's just more ways for you to make money. Yeah, Absolutely. man. Nah, that make that make total sense though. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, I think for me, I've taken this um approach to anything I do is like looking at that end result and then backtracking. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And and you know, reverse engineering, whatever you want to deem it. And I think so many people they look at the end result and think that you have to be super close to the end result to start. And it's like, nah, man, like when you talk about real estate, like I don't like when you start off, you're not going to, you might not make six figures that first year buying and holding or, mm -hmm. you know, like, I, like, it's like, but we young, like, why are we, why are we thinking like we got to be yeah. so yeah. prestige starting off, man. And it's like, prestige is a word that we gave, like we, we you give people value, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, but we got to have that prestigious energy. And mm -hmm. I think like everything you've always done. It's all, like you always had this level of excellence, man, and like Thank you me. wanted it to always be great, and it it never was about I got to make all this money. Like yeah. even when you had the like, do you, do you still own the uh, joint at Indy? The, uh, uh, the gaming lounge. Yeah, yeah I sold it. you sold it. Sold oh it. man, that's what's up. Is it still like yeah, a it's game? Still, it's still, being ran it's still a yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. That so so with you, what what are you looking for? to the most when it comes to real estate this year? Um, educating more. Getting more people involved in real so estate. So let's talk right? about that. Yeah, creating a community. You got a course. Mm -hmm. You got multiple courses, but... Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got multiple courses. Right. So what 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 is the main course that you are uh, focusing on this year to drive people to? Yeah, yeah. so I created a community called Monopoly Games. Right. Okay. Monopoly game is is me wanting to create a space for people who don't know about real estate to actually get in and feel comfortable. Right, make this less intimidating. When we were talking right. before this about how real estate can become intimidating because there's so many different vehicles, so many different ways you can make money. Right, is creating a, a community where we can talk, we can share experiences, we can we can talk about certain plays, we can we we can talk about best practices. Right. And, and I think the course is really good because I actually, I give you all of the information about the industry, but I also help you map out your plans, your mm -hmm. intentions, help you understand your, your circumstances, and that will match you with certain exit strategies on what you need to be doing. For right? sure. So this is giving the people an actual plan, an actual, you know, uh, I would say turning this from a maze into a straight path. I say that a lot because... That's what I'm essentially trying to do. It seems like a maze up front. When you don't mm -hmm. know, you're jumping in, into a new industry. It seems like yep. this is so confusing. So in the course, we'll break down your circumstance, your situation, 
and then and your attentions, and then we will create a path for you to get into real estate. That's so, what's up. And what and the the goal is is that we have enough people. I have enough people in my community and our network for us. We can sustain each other. Yeah, we can make this work, right? If we have, if I'm able to create my my, my goal is to create a a, a hundred a hundred uh is to help a hundred people make a hundred k this year. Mm. Now imagine what we can all do with that. Exactly. Right. Imagine what that community now how powerful we are. Now we all have a hundred k. What type of deals we can take down and the amount of presence, the what type of presence we can have in our communities. Man, that's dope. So that's 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 my big thing. Man. Now what's the what, what? Where can people now? Is this live, right? Already. Yeah. yeah. So where can people right go to to take the course? So um, um you can look on www.everydayexpert.com or. Click the link in my bio on my Instagram. It's uh, at talk to Tony underscore one, okay. and you on, have on access to the course. Yep, on IG, and the course is there. But it, I'm giving out a lot of information over this time. Uh, you know, the people always ask me like, who's my mentor. I have a bunch of different mentors, but my biggest mentors is all the failures I've had. Yeah, it's all the lessons I went through, and mm -hmm. I've been through a lot. I've seen this market change. I got into it, you know, when it was just catching on fire. And I've been through it, you know, lasting this whole time over seven years. And so I've had, I have a lot of experiences with what you should not do. Mm -hmm. And and also helping to save my people who come through my course money and time and yeah. energy doing the wrong thing. For right? sure. Making sure you're doing things that align, align with your intention, your expectations, your circumstance. Mm-hmm. That's, that's dope, bro. So I encourage everybody, man, to... If you're not, if you're looking to get into real estate, you definitely need to tap into to it. But also, these can be gifts to people, man. And I think like we, there, there's so many people that you know we can bless with. You know, again, if you're not trying to get into real estate and you know one of your homies, bless him. That that <laughs> that literally talk about, man. I, one day I'm gonna get into real estate. This can be that blessing that you can do, man. And that's that's what I'm on. Like I'm already thinking, like, okay, I already know somebody. Who I'ma give it to, man? How, how much is it? it? So the course right now, the first hundred people, it's literally fifty percent off. So it comes out to seven fifty. Oh right yeah, now. less less than a thousand dollars, man. You can't get that nowhere. You can't get that anywhere. <laughs> With this amount of information, and that's why I wanted to make it affordable. Yeah. I didn't want to jump out of the gate because it's something, as you know, people been asking me for for years. Yeah. Since like my second year in real estate, people been like, man, can you drop a course? Yeah. A course. So the information in there is way more valuable than $750, but I wanted to make it affordable yep. so that we can build that community and yeah. we, can really, we can really build something together. And it's only affordable because it's valuable, mm -hmm. right? So let's, let's not make, like, it ain't about the price, people. Like, right. if it was $2,000... It's way more like it really can be that. Like, if you go make a fifty thousand dollar play, the two thousand dollars ain't nothing. So it's like, guys, don't let like again, like we we we're not on how much money it costs us. It's about how much money it gains us. Mm -hmm. That's what we own this year. We not on counting costs. We on counting gains. Right. Like. Right. You know what I mean? Like, love, that's what we on, man. But nah, bro, I, I, I know you busy, man. So I, I just wanted to make sure we connected starting off this year because, I mean, we're about to get into tax season. We're about to get into, again, this new energy, right? Like mm -hmm. new year. People are, are looking to be better, mm -hmm. right? And yep. and yep. instead of us judging them and being like, oh, you, 
people say that every year. It's like, nah, man, we about to, all right, you want to be better? We about to say and, and, and show you how to be better. Exactly. And it's up to you. Like, you won't, it won't be on us. Yeah. We can leave Tone, it to the Tone got this, got this course mm -hmm. that you, that's gonna that's gonna let you get to a spot without the 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 hurdles, without the without the the fumbling of the bag, Losing without the you, money. Know, you know what I mean. You know, look, I tell people all the time, man. Like that's why courses are so good because you literally can take this information from whoever's teaching it. Like also, I'm in the car rental space, right? I right. took a shout out to one of my mentors, CEO Matty J. Is if I would have gotten to that in industry without that course, you know how long it would have taken me to build the actual fleet that we have now, mm. or how much money I would have lost in the process. That's what the courses are for. If you, if I'm taking someone's course, I don't really. I mean, I care about how much success they have, but I want to know how long they've been fighting in this. How many experiences have they? How many no's have they had? How much money have they lost? That's going to tell me if I'm going to get something from this. If I'm going to be able to save money, time, energy. And all of that taking this course, and mm -hmm. so that's what we want to. That's what we want to give to them. And in the course, man, I talk about the plays, bro. Like people can run across so many plays that you don't even know it's a play, mm. right? You don't. You people don't understand leverage. I tell this quick story because I know we got we got to get out of here. But you know, our my last house that I bought from ourselves, the one that we live in right now, my wife. Now my wife hasn't. Um, she's in the Air Force, but shout out to her. Love you, babe. But she hasn't sure. worked in the last two years, right? And she was able to qualify for a $360,000 house. Hmm. How? Right? Leverage. Because I've owned, because we own a portfolio of nine properties that have we've owned for over two years, right? The banks wants to see that, that you've owned it for two years for them to source it and account it as income. Hmm. She was able to qualify for a $360,000 house. It's crazy without having without own, working without working. This is not W two income. This is without working, mm. right? Being able to leverage your assets, the money that you spent already, mm. so that you can provide a roof over your family's head and get what you actually want. She wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't even have to go on a loan. I freed up myself because I do a lot of our investment loans, right? Yeah. I didn't even have to go on there, but because our real estate portfolio performs the way it does, we were able to move into a better neighborhood a better school system, right? Let's talk about how those things affect your family and your life, you know what Absolutely. I mean, for years to come. I was able to put my family in a, in a, in a great space. And so, bro, uh, people have to understand that this is not just about you making a quick twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, whatever the number is, right? right? Very quickly. Like, there's so many ways that this is beneficial to you. So For sure. We got to talk about some of them benefits, man. You got to do that. We might have to do an IG live soon or something, bro. bro. we can do it tonight. We're going to have to do something, man. Yeah, but, yeah. but but you said something. And I, I talked about this on my, my last episode, man. And I think this is just the energy I'm on. Like, information don't change situations, bro. Implementation Execution. does. Execution, bro. I don't care how much education you get. If you're not executing on it. I'm going one and out the It other. don't matter. So what? So I, I mean, again, bro. You know, we've been rocking for years, bro. Mm -hmm. I, I really, I mean, I, you know us, man. We get energy off each other, hey, bro. Yeah. Every trip, you feel me? So, 
So I, I man, I'm always I'm always motivated when I'm around you, when I see you build, especially when I see you doing the content, bro. Because I'd be like, yeah, he yeah. he he on that. You That's know, that energy. You know, you one of the people who know how much I hate doing all that. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so yeah, bro. I be hyped every yeah. time. And you are one of the people who has inspired me, man. I remember back uh, to just to give you your flowers real quick. I remember two years ago, man, when you wrote your book. That was something like I, I always I never knew someone my age mm. looked like me was around my age mm. still in the trenches still teaching at North College Hill yeah. having to deal with kids and all of this stuff that you was doing who yeah. actually sat down and wrote a book yeah. and people were actually listening yeah like you actually got the culture yeah. to stop what they were doing and look into what you were putting out and so bro. Um, you inspired me for a lot of years, bro. Even to get into teaching, you you've been talking to me about teaching for years now. So I just wanted to give you your flowers, bro. Sure, I definitely bro. appreciate you. Keep appreciate doing what you're you. doing because you have a you have your grip on the actual community, man. People are actually listening to your financial advice. So sure, keep doing what you're doing, bro. Nah, man. We hey, look, we build with the builders, bro. So for sure. hey, I can't do this without y'all, man. So for even sure. though we don't talk every day or nothing, like yeah. that, like I know you working. I like I, I I ain't never a yeah. doubt in my mind. Yeah. Like I know tone working. We pick up, we live live yep. every time. Every time, man. <laughs> so nah, man. So nah, definitely, man. Guys, again, follow my boy Tone on social media. I put all of all of his platforms on, in the show notes. Um, and, and and again, if 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 you're looking to get into real estate, you have to take the course. Absolutely. Gotta take the course. If you know somebody that's looking to get into real estate. If you can't afford to gift it to them, then send it to them. That like that's like literally, it don't cost you money to send it. Send it to five people, and say, look, I don't know if you know anybody that's looking to get into real estate, but this you got to take this course. And again, the proof in the pudding just told you off the portfolio that they got personally. They ain't even talking about the flips they didn't did or any of that. Just the holds that they have, they were able to afford a three hundred thousand dollar house. With no with no income verification from a job, from a business, just from what they own. Yeah. And that's what we own ownership, man. Yeah. If you don't own it, it don't matter. And I got paid to buy the house. Mm. You learned that in the course too. Oh man, see you like crazy. <laughs> I walked away with a thirteen thousand dollar check to buy a house. Man, so. man, listen, get man, we ain't about to, <laughs> we ain't about to talk no more, man. Listen, yeah, man. Yeah, this yeah. was good, man. If you learned something again, share this episode, man. Listen, run it back. Run it back because he dropped some stuff in there, man, that, that can help you um, get to your next level, man. So, again, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Money Mondays podcast. Remember that financial success that happens on purpose and success does not visit the lazy. God bless.